0: Welcome to Shorts with Jill and Tara, a bite-sized podcast that blends business and fashion to bring you practical tips and strategies in a shorter format than a typical podcast. I'm Jill, and I've spent my career advising, starting, and running businesses.
1: I'm Tara, a family therapist turned fashion stylist and a digital creator. Hi, Tara. Hi, Jill. How's it going? I'm good. It's going well. How are you? Good. So the funniest thing is I saw today a headline that said shorts for men is all the rage right now. Short shorts, cargo shorts. I was thrilled to hear because I actually do suggest that every man have at least a nice pair of shorts in their wardrobe so they can dress it up when they go out. So I thought that was kind of funny since our podcast is called Shorts. I think they stole it from our ending. I think ah. our
0: ending is just
1: so innovative. I think they,
0: they stole our look, Tara.
1: <laughs> it went viral. They took it from us.
0: Exactly. Well, it's funny because I came downstairs this morning and my husband um, was in shorts. And I was like, it's not even 50 degrees. It, I mean, it's sunny out, but I'm like, this is a super aggressive shorts day. Like, I just, I'm not sure it's a shorts day. But he's the kind of guy that, uh, who just, as soon as the temperature gets anywhere near like 50 and there's sun outside, it's shorts. So obviously if
1: he doesn't have, you know, a day full of meetings, but <laughs> a little aggressive. It is, but at least he's not that guy that wears shorts in the winter. Cause you always see that child at school, right? Who's in the shorts in the snow. And I say, who is that kid? Oh.
0: Uh, Yes, and I know that kid, and I've talked to that kid's parents, and the parents had to set a rule saying, you know, if it's anything below 30 degrees, you cannot wear shorts. But the kid would wear shorts at 30 degrees to school every day, just obsessively. Um, And I often have this debate with my son, who is 16, and also my husband about wearing shorts under sweatpants. I don't know if we can talk about that for just a minute, because you are a stylist, so maybe you can provide some, (laughs) some advice here, but they claim that you don't wear sweatpants as a guy. You don't wear sweatpants with no shorts underneath. And I don't mean like boxer shorts. I mean like athletic shorts. So they do not wear sweatpants without a pair of athletic shorts
1: underneath. Okay. So I have two thoughts on that. First of all, it seems very cumbersome. That's a lot of clothing. I wouldn't want that much, but for easy access to get to your shorts, if it's, you're like transitioning into a gym, I guess that's a good idea. But otherwise I wouldn't, I think that's just a lot going on personally.
0: Yeah. There's no transition to any gym. It's just a thing. And I'm like, isn't that like bunching up down there? Like it's just a lot yeah. of material.
1: a lot going on. I would feel like there's too many layers and they're not sufficient layers because you got the shorts going up. Like you said, I mean, that's funny. I've never heard of that, but okay.
0: I know. It's completely not efficient, which is actually what we are going to talk about today is um, efficiency. Do you like my segue? Was that good? It was beautiful. (laughs) I just Um, thought, wow. (laughs) Smooth. So we're going to talk a little bit about just kind of the concept of efficiency in your work life, business, and then Um, I'm really excited to talk to you, Tara, about efficiency with your clothing and closet. Um, So let me kick off. And uh, there are a few ways I've thought about efficiency when it comes to business. Um, One is a lot of businesses create content for a lot of different reasons. So whether it's for sales presentations, whether it's for consumers, whether it's for social media, And I think it's always helpful to start before you create content to actually think about where could you possibly use this content? Because I think it's so much better. And I'm sure you experienced this with your content, Tara, to just create it once and then chop it up, slice and dice it, however, repurpose it however you possibly can um, for different audiences
1: and different purposes. Do you find that? Absolutely. I think that... When you make content, don't just think it's for one thing like you're saying. I definitely like I edit it, I use snippets, I put it on Pinterest as to Instagram to Facebook, but not all the same. and so yeah, use what you use your content. it is more versatile and you know it could cross so many boards that I think that you should use it
0: right, and you're investing in it, so you might as well get the most out of your investment
1: absolutely. Um,
0: the other thing that I think about when it comes to efficiency, just in terms of like workflow in your in your company or with your within your team, is um, and this may be obvious to, to a lot of people, but I grew up in my business life using Excel, Word, you know, these programs that I would just have on my computer, I would edit the files, I, then I would send it off to someone to review, they would edit it, they would send it back, I'd have to figure out which version I was looking at, and it was just cumbersome. And now there are just these awesome tools with Google, the Google Suite. So whether it's Google Sheets, Google Docs, Google Slides, um, or even, even Microsoft Excel, Word, if you use One um, OneDrive, I can't remember, but there is a sharing program that allows you to have multiple collaborators in one file, I think that's just hugely important. And um, it's hard to to give up Excel. And I do still use it if I have like really intense calculations I have to do or models I have to do that maybe Google Sheets is not as strong at, but it is um, just so much easier to share and collaborate and so much more efficient to to use those kinds of docs. And I know Tara, I've at, at various, points in time
1: bombarded you with Google Sheets, um,
0: (laughs) having to do with the podcast or business or whatever.
1: And it's true. And um, for somebody who is a slow learner, I have learned to adapt. And also, you know, I do that with my videographer, because a lot of times and my photographer, because we are sharing content with brands, and so they want to see what we're doing. And so that's actually a very easy way for everybody to be involved and comment and make changes together. Yes,
0: definitely. Um, and then the last thing I'll say, and then I definitely want to move over to clothing, so it's just so much more interesting. <laughs> is um, you know, a, just a small efficiency tip. I think that once upon a time, email, um, Slack, you know, all of these kind of communication tools, electronic communication tools, were sort of took some of the, made it more efficient to get your work done because you just shoot someone a quick email, you could send them stuff. You know, I think we're almost moving in the opposite direction. There's so much email and so much traffic on Slack. And it's just, to me, it's actually gone back to being more efficient just to pick up the phone and talk to somebody about something and you get it done quicker. You get the answer right away. You don't have to wait back and forth for the, you know, for the discussion to keep going, like just have a discussion. Um, I think it's just so interesting that for me, at least, it seems to be moving almost backwards um, and away from some of these tech tools that we're so used to. I mean, my email box is just out of control. I can't even weed through the emails anymore. So it's just easier for me to pick up the phone and, and call someone.
1: I agree. And, you know, it's interesting because I always have an intern or an assistant usually that's working with me, not during COVID, but typically and they are so fearful to pick up the phone. Yet my career as like an intern and all these things was literally to cold call. And mm-hmm. there's something really important about being able to pick up the phone and have a conversation. And I think that I I actually kind of forced them to, even if it reaching a brand does make more sense in a DM or an email, but you know, there's something about the human connection of voice and having that conversation, like you're saying, so you know, I just think that maybe we're not used to it, like you're saying, as much as we used to be.
0: Definitely not used to it. Yeah. Um, but it, I think it is so much more efficient in some cases, for sure.
1: Absolutely. And um, so let's just go right into clothing efficiency, if we shall. Such a smooth transition. But, um, you know, You have always, and hear me say, that I really like to invest in pieces that are versatile. So if you're going to spend more money on something, you should spend it on something that you can wear several different ways. And that's how I shop for myself. And that's how I shop for my clients. And Jill was asking for some examples of that. And one of the big examples, actually, I just brought a client the other day, is a a Veronica beard blazer. That blazer is so fabulous. Jill, do you have one? I don't have a Veronica Beard blazer. The good thing about the Veronica Beard blazers is there's the dicky that you can uh, insert that you can take in and out. She makes so many different styles. So, really, it's a blazer that you can wear honestly five different ways. You could wear it dressed up, dressed down with the dicky, with a different dicky, with a blouse under it. It travels amazingly well. So, if you're going to be on a business trip and you have, let's just say, three to four meetings, you can bring that one blazer, just keep changing the insert, or just add a blouse, and there you go. It's amazing. Such a good idea. And another piece that I talked about recently with Acaris on my Instagram is a leather gelé. And you might be saying, "What is a gelé? What is a gelé?" It's a leather vest. It
0: sounds like like an ice cream of some sort.
1: Oh, it was like ice cream. How soft that leather was! It was gorgeous. But anyway, so if you take a piece like a leather vest or a vest in general, the beautiful thing about that is you can layer it when it gets cooler. So you can add, you know, like a long sleeve shirt under it with a scarf. You can wear it sleeveless with, you know, I mean, you could do a pair of nice shorts and you could do pants or jeans. Um, You can take it so many seasons. And that's really what I try to do with clothing is take it through the seasons like dresses. I wear my dresses probably three to four seasons, to be honest, if I can. It just Obviously, it matters on the print and the color and the style. But when it becomes fall, all I do is add tights, boots, and the scarf, denim jacket, or a leather jacket, and there you go. You can, you can really, really wear your clothes more than you think.
0: Yeah, I'm always struggling with the dress situation. Um, so what kind of footwear would you recommend? Like right now, it's sort of 50 degrees. What would you recommend footwear-wise for, like for a dress?
1: So I, I well the style right now, luckily, is that you could still wear like a knee high boot with a dress right now. It's super cute. You're obviously you're not wearing tights, but you're just wearing that. Um, you could still wear a booty if you want. Just it depends on the style and the. It can't be too wintry. Um, and also sneakers. I mean, we've talked about this time and time again, but sneakers go with everything. Um, and you could just go to a good old heel if you wanted to. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Excellent! I love that. I'm gonna go put on a dress now. (laughs) I am wearing a dress, and I thought this morning, what shoes am I gonna wear? Um, But you know, that's a good
0: question. So you're wearing a leather dress, or it's or leatherette. I don't know if it's real or not. But what do you wear shoes wise with a leather dress?
1: Right. Well, I like to call it vegan leather. Vegan. (laughs) (laughs) I like to elevate my language rather than say no. This is actually a Zara dress from like a while ago, but I love the fit. It's very feminine. So, yeah, so I was thinking, what shoes am I going to wear with this? Um, Well, I do have a brown boot that I could wear with it that goes knee high. Or I might just wear a little heel that has a strap. It just depends on how much I have to go up and down the stairs today because, you know, I almost go down the stairs. (laughs) So I have to plan accordingly. But – I think that this is a good example of something that for this type of weather, you question what you should wear. So don't be afraid to wear boots still. It's fine. It's super cute. Everybody's doing it.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you, Tara, for those tips on efficiency in your wardrobe. And uh, I'm going to go
1: put together a little outfit for myself. (laughs) Can't wait to see it. If you guys have any questions, uh, let us know. Bye.